Hey everybody, how you doing this evening? This is Pastor Terry and hey, I'm so glad you've joined me um, for our Wednesday evening Bible study. I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing the Word of God with you this evening. I had a good day today. I uh, actually, I cut my grass. Uh, I think the last time I taught on a Wednesday evening, I, I told you I'd cut my grass. But actually, last time I taught, I was live on a Wednesday evening. Uh, I'm recording this on Tuesday, so when you're seeing this, I've recorded it the uh, the night before, so I've rested up from the grass cutting. But anyway, it's a pretty day day today, and uh, hey, I'm, I look forward to sharing the Word of God with you. I hope your day was good as well. Uh, let's go to First uh, uh, Peter, the fourth chapter, and the twelfth verse. And uh, the Apostle Peter says this. He's writing to to the church. He's writing to you and me. Really, and he says, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. And uh, today, or this evening, I want to talk to you about fiery trials and how to stand up under them. How to stand, let's title it this How to Stand Under Enemy Fire. <laughs> Tell you what, if you've lived any amount of time in this world at all, you know that the devil will. Uh, come after us and he'll he'll send fire our way and he's the enemy and so it's his enemy fire and he's got a lot of fiery trials and uh, this message is designed to to help you to stand up under enemy fire and uh, uh, you need to realize let's go to first Peter you were in first Peter 4 look at first Peter 6 I'm going to read this in the New Living Translation it says, be truly glad. Now, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but whenever it comes to dealing with the, the enemy's fire and the fiery trials of the devil, it's important to always keep your joy about you. Keep the joy of the Lord. I should say it that way. Keep the joy of the Lord about you. I'll say more about that as we go. But he says, be truly glad. And uh, there is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you have to endure many trials, and we could say many fiery trials, for a little while. Now, think about this. The Lord is telling us through Peter here that we're going to have to endure not just a few, but many trials, and I think we could say fiery trials. So in this life, we might as well just accept accept it, accept the fact we're going to have to, to endure many fiery trials. But there's good news, he says here, for a little while. So just for a little while. And actually, you think about it, we're only going to be on this earth, even if we live to be 120 years old, we're only going to be here, if you compare that to eternity, that's still just a little while. Now, you know, now having said that, <laughs> you know, if you're like me, when you're going through a fiery trial, it usually never seems like it's just a little while. It seems like it's, it, those things can go on and on and on and on and on. But let's take let's take some comfort here from the scripture. He says, be glad, be truly glad, even though you have to endure many fiery trials. So we're going to have to endure them, but only for a little while. And then the Bible goes on in verse 7 here, First Peter 1 7 says these trials, or we could say these fiery trials, will show you that your faith is genuine. So that's something that we can 
can get out of a fiery trial is, you know, if we're able to endure it, it'll show us that our faith was genuine. And then he goes on to say, it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. So that's something else you need to realize that these fiery trials, you know, you say, well, why does God even allow these things? Well, I think one answer is right here. It's a way to test our faith. It's a way to test our faith. That's very clear here in the Bible. And what one thing fiery trial, trials will do is uh, they will test our faith. They will test to see if our faith is really genuine. And uh, I tell you what, if if you'll stand up under the fiery trials, uh, actually, I, I've learned this by experience, there's something about going through a fiery trial and coming out on the other side successfully, there's something about it that strengthens your faith. And and I know every fiery trial that I've come through over the years, when I get to the other side of it, it's not fun when I'm going through it, but when I get to the other side of it and and, and I've endured it, you know, through, through uh, faith in God, giving him all the glory, giving the Lord Jesus all the glory. But when I get to the other side of it, somehow or another, I, I can tell my faith has been strengthened. And, um, and so fiery trials, I believe God allows them to uh, test our faith, to show that it's genuine. And, uh, and somehow or another, it, 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 it just makes our faith stronger when we come through a trial. <laughs> It strengthens your, I want to say this, you know, think about this when you're going through the fiery trial, you, you keep your faith in God, keep your joy about you, we'll say more about that in a moment, but you get to the other side of that, that trial, it has a way of strengthening your faith uh, that, that, I, that, little, it, it, that little else can, okay, so, so there's some good that, that, that the fiery trials do, they're no fun to go through, but we get through them, somehow or another, our, our faith will be strengthened, okay? And, and now look at 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. Here, now, here's something that I want to tell you about, about fiery trials. Notice the Bible says, New King James Version says here, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation. Now, I think that we could translate that also. We could read it like this, no fiery trial, or we could say no enemy fire, all right? No temptation, and and you study into that that Greek word temptation. It, you could also say you could read it like this: No fiery trial, no enemy fire, no temptation has overtaken you except what you, such as is common to man. So don't ever think that what you're going through is unique to you, because it isn't. You know, uh, you know, there's nothing that we go through as it pertains to fiery trials that's unique to us. Other people have gone through. The same things that you're going through. Now, I don't think everybody has been hit by the same fiery trials, but guaranteed fact from the Bible here, what you're going through, if you're going through a fiery trial right now, other people have gone through it. And other people, by keeping their faith in the Lord Jesus, they've overcome. They've, they, they, they've overcome it. Now, some people don't. Some people don't overcome. And, and that's sad. But uh, but you're going to be somebody that overcomes, and I'm going to teach you how to do it here this evening. But just realize, if you're going through a fiery trial, it's not unique to you. Other people have faced similar things, 
And, and hey, they've overcome. You can too. Now watch this. No temptation or trial or, or enemy, enemy fire has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. But here's the thing. God is faithful and we know that he is. God is faithful. Now watch this. Who will not allow you to be tempted or we could say tested beyond what you are able. Now that's good news right there. You know, you say, well, why does God allow us to even go through fiery trials? Well, I've already told you that just, just earlier. Okay, just a few minutes ago, I told you why he allows it. But here's something good to realize. He won't allow us to ever go through any fiery trial that we can't overcome. He says right here, who will not allow you to be tempted, tested, tried beyond what you are able, or what you're able to bear. So that's good news. And then it goes on to say, but with the temptation or with the trial, will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So, hey, whatever you're going through right now, there is a way out. There is a way of escape. And I'll show you how to, to, to make it through a fiery trial here in just a moment. But this is some good news right here. This is some good news that, that you realize here that God will never allow you to be tempted or he will never allow a fiery trial to come against you that you are not able to, to, uh, to overcome. And he will make a way of escape. You just have to find that way. And we'll talk about that here in just a moment. But let me say this. When, when a fiery enemy is in the ring with you, you know, like a boxing ring or a wrestling ring, listen to this. When a fiery enemy, and the devil's got a lot of fiery darts and a lot of fiery things, you know, there's a lot of fire associated with the devil. But thank God, God's got the water and we can put the devil's fire out. Glory to God. But, but listen, whenever there's a fiery enemy in the ring with you, Okay, listen to this. Uh, you can stand against it and be victorious. Otherwise, God would have never let it in the ring. Now think about that. That's some good news. That's worth shouting about right there. Whenever you're, you've come up against a fiery trial, you got to know this, that you're in the ring with that fiery trial. You got to know this, that you can whip it. You can whip it. Now you can't whip it in and of yourself. You can't beat it in and of yourself. You've got to use your faith in God and what God has given you and do the things he's told you to do. But here's the thing. If it, just the fact that it's in the ring with you, you, you've got the word of God on it, that you can be victorious, you can beat it, you can whip it. And that's good news. And if, and if, and if you couldn't whip it and beat it, God would have never let it get in the ring. Now think about that. Now, I mean, God will allow us to go through some stuff. He will but he won't let anything in the ring with us that we can't whip, okay? So if you're facing something right now, just the fact that it's in the ring with you, you know this, uh, you, you got the word of God on it, you can beat it. By the power of God, you can beat it, okay? So that's good news, and you can overcome what you're going through, and, uh, and so that's good news. Um, but now that being said, there are things we must do to stand against enemy fire, okay? You can't, now look, you know, if there's an enemy in the ring with you right now and, and the devil's put some fiery trial in your life, you can't just sit in the ring and expect to win, okay? You're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to stand up against that fiery trial knowing that you will ultimately win because remember, God wouldn't let that, in, that thing in the ring with you if you couldn't beat it. 
but you're going to have to do some stuff, okay? You can't just sit there and expect to, to overcome and win. You're going to have to do some things to whip that fiery trial, to endure it, to make it through to the other side, however you want to say it. You can't just sit there and do nothing. But if you'll do what the Bible says, you'll be able to overcome, okay? So how to stand under enemy fire? Well, let's look here at 1 Peter 4 again. 1 Peter 4, verse 12. I read it earlier in the New King James. Let's read it now in the New Living Translation. It says this, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through. So how to stand under enemy fire? Here's the first thing. When a fiery trial comes at you, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Don't act like, like, you know, oh my gosh, look at what's just happened. Don't do that. The Bible says, don't be surprised. Don't let the devil see that you're surprised. Don't let him see that you're shocked that that fiery trial is in the ring with you. Don't, don't, don't give the devil that courtesy of, of, a, of, of, of thinking that he's got away with a surprise attack, okay? Uh, don't be surprised, all right? Uh, we, I already told you from the Bible, the Bible's promised us we're going to have to go through some fiery trials. So when a fiery trial shows up, first thing, don't act like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how did, how did this come against me? Don't, I mean, even if you're thinking that on the inside, don't let the devil see you react to it that way, okay? Don't be surprised. And remember, remember what you're going through is, is, is not unique to you. And also remember this, you're going to be able to overcome it. But what do you have to do? Don't act surprised. Don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through as if something strange were happening to, to you. Now then verse 13, 1 Peter 4.13, instead be very glad. Wow, be very glad? We're supposed to be very glad when there's a fiery trial coming against us? That doesn't make any sense. You know, faith doesn't usually make too much sense. It really doesn't. And this is all about faith right here. This is all about faith right here. Acting, uh, uh, first of all, don't act surprised when you're hit by a fiery trial, but right here, instead be very glad. Now that makes no sense. A fiery trial has come against me and now I'm supposed to act glad? I mean, wouldn't you act sad and down in the dumps? And Well, you'd act that way if you weren't going to believe the Bible. You'd act that way if you're going to be defeated. But we've already, we already know that that thing wouldn't even be in the ring with us if we couldn't whip it by the power of God. So when a fiery trial comes your way, don't act surprised, number one. And number two, just get very glad. I tell you what, that'll discourage the enemy. You know, the devil can be discouraged. He really, really can. He's been going around discouraging you for all these years. Now I tell you what, now it's time that you know the word of God and start discouraging him. And, and here's how you, I mean, you know, if you study like wrestling or boxing, and I don't mean the wrestling on television, professional wrestling, we all know that's fake, all right? But if you really study wrestling or, or, or boxing or, you know, some of those kinds of things, you know, you need to understand your enemy. And I tell you what, one way, and there's, there's things you can do to discourage your opponent. And one thing is, is when he does something that you're not expecting, you don't act surprised. Well, we've already said that. Don't be surprised when the devil hits us with a fiery dart or something like that. And then act very glad. 
So when the devil comes up and slaps you upside the head, so to speak, just just be glad. Just rejoice. You talk about freaking him out. That'll freak him out. It really, really will. Uh, you know, and it takes faith when you get slapped upside the head by the devil to, to act glad about it. But that's what the Bible says do it take uh, to do that. It takes faith to do that. You want to overcome, don't you? You want to get through that fiery trial, then you got to do what the Bible said. First of all, don't act surprised. Second, just be very glad. Just just rejoice. Right here it says when you're when you're hit with a fiery trial, be very glad for these trials, these fiery trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering. Think about that. Think about wrestling, having a tag team partner and Jesus being on your team, a tag team partner. I never thought about it like that, but, but that's pretty good. For, for, be very glad when a fiery trial hits you for these fiery trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will, so that you will have a wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it's revealed to all the world. And then verse 14 says it again, so be happy. When you are insulted for being a Christian, for then the glorious spirit of God rests on you. Think about that. And see, Peter's writing this to, to the church and they were undergoing such persecution at this time and many fiery trials. And he says to them, he says, be happy. Well, if it's true 2,000 years ago, the word of God's still true today. Be happy when a fiery trial hits you. When somebody says something bad against you, people are coming against you. You know, all it seems like all hell's breaking loose against you. Don't act surprised. Instead, be very glad. Be happy. That's what the Bible says do. And then drop on down to verse 19. So if you're suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right and trust your lives to the God who created you for he will never fail you. Now, remember that when you're going through a trial, he'll never fail you. But here it is, keep on doing what's right. Keep on doing the right thing. So right here it is. When you're going through a fiery trial, here's the thing. I wanted to be sure I'm still on there. Okay, I thought the timer went off. I thought, oh no, I'm going to have to re-record this, but I see it there. But here's the thing. When you're hit with a fiery trial, don't be surprised. Instead, be very glad, be happy, and keep doing what's right. Okay, now with that in mind, go to James chapter 1 verse 2 and uh, James, the Holy Spirit through James tells us the same thing. He says, my brethren, James 1 verse 2, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Count it all joy. See, it takes faith to do that. It takes faith to do that. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. We could say various fiery trials, temptations, these sorts of things. What is the Bible telling us to do? Again, it's telling us, hey, be joyful. Be joyful. Jesus, our Lord, he said in Matthew 5, 12, and in Luke 6, 23, uh, concerning uh, when people are persecuting you and you know persecuting us for being Christians and so forth and fiery trials are coming against us, he said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. He even said in Luke 6, he said, rejoice and leap for joy. Now that'll freak the devil out. He's coming against you, hitting you with all kinds of fiery trials and you just, you know, you don't act surprised and you keep doing what's right and then you just, just be glad and, 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 uh, 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 leaping for joy. That'll discourage the devil. Now it takes faith to do it, but that will discourage the devil. And I tell you what, it'll cause the spirit of Christ 
the precious Holy Spirit that we're talking about on Sunday mornings, it'll cause him to rest mightily upon you. And I tell you what, when the Holy Spirit rests on you, you're going to overcome some trials. But you have to do these things in order, in order to overcome these fiery trials. Don't act surprised. Be glad. Count it all joy. And remember, you know what Nehemiah 8.10 says? It says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when we start acting joyful in the middle of a trial, I tell you what, the Spirit of God will come on you and, 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 and the joy of the Lord will rise up in you and yield to that joy. Remember, you have to yield to the things of God. Yield to the joy of the Lord. Right in the middle of that fiery trial and that joy of the Lord is our strength, the strength of God will be on you and you'll be able to come through. Glory to God. And again, it takes faith to be joyful in the midst of fiery trials. And then here's something else. Go to Ephesians 6.16. Talks about the book of Ephesians chapter 6 talks about the, the armor of God. I'm not going to talk about all the different pieces of the armor tonight. I've talk, taught on, on, on the, the armor of God many times over the years. But, but this one right here, Ephesians 6.16 says, Above all, take the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Now think about that. We're talking about standing under, under enemy fire. Well, uh, you're going to need that shield of faith in place. And with it, you're able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Okay? So you're going to need that shield of faith. And, and people have asked me about that shield of faith, and much I could say about it. But I'm going to say this tonight. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So if you want your shield of faith to be strong, you're going to have to be strong in the word of God. I think to the to the level that we have strength in the word, I believe it's to that level we'll have a strong shield of faith. So when you're going through a fiery trial, um, be sure to stay in the word of God. Frankly, I'd advise you to stay in the word of God all the time. But uh, unfortunately, some folks don't. But I tell you what, if you're going through a, 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 a fiery trial, if it hits you, I tell you what, maybe you haven't been in the Word of God like you should, but boy, this is a good time to get in it. Get in the Word of God. Find verses that pertain to the trial you're going through and start meditating on them. And, uh, and, and if you haven't been in the Word of God like you should, don't let the devil beat you up. I tell you what, there's no time like the present to get in the Word of God. There's, it's never too late to do the right thing, okay? In, in, unless, Unless you're dead, then it's too late. You have better receive Jesus before before you before you die. But other than that, it's never too late to do the right thing. So if you hadn't been in the Word of God, get in the Word of God, and like I said, find scriptures that pertain to that trial you're going through, and stand on the Word, read, meditate, study that Word concerning those verses that pertain to what you're going through. I tell you what, and faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God, and the Word of God will 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 cause. I mean, faith to arise within you and you and, and it, 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 it takes that shield of faith, which is based on the word of God. And with that shield, you'll be able to quench all. It, didn't, it, it says all, not just some or a few, but all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Glory to God. And also too, the word of God, I mentioned it earlier, but I'll say it again. The, the word of God is likened to many different things. One thing it's likened to is water. So the water of the word of God, I tell you what, 
it'll cause your shield to be strong. And I tell you what, your shield of faith, and when the when the fiery darts of the enemy hit it, the, the water of that word will just put all the devil's darts out. Glory to God. That's that's good, isn't it? That's good. Praise God. So stay full of the water of the word of God, and your shield your shield of faith will be strong, and you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts the devil uh, may send your way. Glory to God, and you'll be able to stand up under enemy fire. Now, I could quit right now, but I'm not going to because I've told you some good things that you can do that you must do when you're facing an, uh, you know, the enemy's fire. But this last thing I'm going to tell you is, is so vital. So in the, in the time I have left here, listen to this. Now, if you go to Hebrews 11, verses 33 and 34, it's talking about the heroes, some of the heroes of faith in the Old Testament. And it says here in verse 33, who through faith, and then it lists some, 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 some things. And then in verse 34, it says, quench the violence of fire. Now we're talking about how to stand under enemy fire. Well, right here, Hebrews 11, 33 and 34 says, through faith, you're going to be able to quench the violence of fire. Now we've talked about that we're going to need to have our shield of faith and, and that we're going to have to, have, you know, stand in faith and all of that. We've already talked about it. But this is talking about the three Hebrew children that they're known as the Hebrew children in the Old Testament, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I want to close by talking about them and look at how they stood up under enemy fire. And I'm going to give you two verses, well, actually one verse, one verse that really is a key verse, I think, above all others that you're going to need to do if you're going to successfully stand under enemy fire. Now, I'm not going to read the whole story, but it's in Daniel, the third chapter, and I would recommend that you read the whole story, okay? But for the sake of time, I want to say this. King Nebuchadnezzar had made an image of gold, and he made a decree that everyone in the land, when the music played, had to bow down to that gold image. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, no, we're not going to bow down. When the king heard about it, he had them called into his presence. He warned them and he said, you know, we're going to give you another chance here. We're going to play the music again and and you're going to have to fall down and worship my gold image over here. Well, that's idolatry. And and so he's wanting Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and all the people in in the land to commit idolatry. And he said, said, now if you don't bow down, you're going to go into the fiery furnace. And, uh, well, they refused to bow. And then, and then he says, well, now if you don't bow down, we're going to go, you're going to be thrown into the fiery furnace. And you can read the story for the exact details. And, uh, and they said, you know, we're not going to bow down. And he said, well, you know, if you don't, you're going into the fiery furnace. And then he stoked it up seven times hotter than it had ever been. And you talk about a fiery trial. Now, I've never faced anything like that. I mean, going, you know, going into a fiery furnace. Now, I've never faced anything like that, but we can learn from these guys. And they said, they said, you know, they were respectful to the king, but they said, we're not going to bow down. And so again, you know, he tells them, if you don't, you're going into that furnace. And, uh, and so go to verse 18, because verse 18 is, uh, well, actually, I said two verses. It, it is verse 17 and 18. These are the two fireproof verses in the Bible. 
If you want to be fireproof, I tell you what, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, you know, they were fire, they were fireproof. You know, they came through the fiery trial, but here's how they did it. This is Daniel 3, verses 17 and 18. Here's what they said to the king. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. Now that's good. That's good. They knew that God was able to deliver them and all of that. Okay, so, so that's good. But, but verse 18, now this is, the, this, this is what made him fireproof. Verse 17 is good. But I don't think verse 17 in and of itself made them fireproof. It's verse 18 that made them fireproof and it'll make you fireproof. And here it is. I'm talking to the attack of the devil's fiery darts and things like that. His fiery trials. It's Daniel 3.18. They, the, they, said, they said, King, God's able to deliver us. And he will. Okay, that's, that's her faith talking about. Watch this. Here's the fireproof verse. But if not, but if not, God's able, king, to deliver us. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Now, there it is. That's, in my opinion, the fireproof verse in the Bible. Okay? Verse 17 is great. It's their faith talking. But I'm telling you what verse 18 made them fireproof. They said in verse 17, king, we know God's able and he will deliver us. That's great. But here's what makes him fireproof. But if not, even if he doesn't deliver us, we're still not going to bow down. Now, I tell you what, that's what made him fireproof. I've run into a lot of Christians over the years that as long as God is doing everything they want, the way they want, when they think he should and all of that, they're willing to, 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 to serve him. But I've watched a lot of people a lot of Christians that when God's not answering the way they think he ought to answer, or he's not doing what they think he ought to do, they're not so quick to, to serve him. I didn't say they rejected him and lost their salvation. I didn't say that. They're just not as quick to serve him. If he's not delivering them the way they think or he's not doing what, the, what they think he should. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they laid it on the line. And that's where we all need to be if we want to be fireproof. We tell the king, look, God's able to deliver us. We know he's going to deliver us. But here it is. But king, even if God doesn't deliver us, we're still not going to bow down to the, to the, to the image you've made. We're going to keep serving God. We refuse to bow. That's what made him fireproof. I like what one preacher said years ago. He says, if you don't, if you won't bow, you won't burn. Glory to God. That's not original with me, but it's, but it's good, isn't it? If you won't bow, you won't burn. They refused to bow. Now watch this. Guess what happened? They went into the fiery furnace. They got thrown in there. I mean, that fire was so hot that the people, that the, the guards that took them up to the fire to throw them in, they got burned up and consumed. And Shadrach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were tied up. They were thrown into that fiery furnace. Now, now somebody would say, well, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They had this great faith and they, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, 
they didn't bow down and, and they still got tossed into the fire. Absolutely. They went right into that fire. They surely did. They, they got thrown into the fire. But guess what? You read the rest of that story. Nebuchadnezzar went, eventually went over to look into, into that furnace and he saw Shadrach, he saw Meshach, he saw Abednego, but then he saw a fourth man in that fiery furnace, like unto the Son of God. That's the second member of the Trinity, that Trinity. That's the Lord Jesus Christ making a pre-Bethlehemic appearance, glory to God. And he showed up and he stood right in that fire with them and he delivered them from that fire and they were not burned in that fire. They were not hurt by that fire and they came out of that fire. And the Bible says they weren't, they, they not only were they not burned, they didn't even have the smell of smoke on them. Glory to God. I mean, that's exciting. They came through that fiery trial. Why? Because yes, you could see their faith but they also refused to bow. They refused to compromise. They refused to give in. They still got thrown in the fire, but they didn't get burned. They didn't get hurt. And they came out on the other side. I'll guarantee it to you, their faith was stronger. I mean, they already had strong faith, but I mean, not look, their faith was stronger, but you know what happened? If you read the, read the rest of that story, it affected that king. It affected Nebuchadnezzar. It affected him for the good. You can, I think you can see that. Let's see here. Uh, uh, look at verse 28, Daniel 3, 28. Nebuchadnezzar, when he saw all this, and he was shocked that, shocked, he was shocked that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not hurt. And, uh, and, and he, look at this. Uh, he says, verse 28, he, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar says, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now here's a heathen king. See, if we'll stand up under enemy fire, we, we come through the other side. It will affect our faith. I, I believe make it stronger, but it'll also affect other people. It, it can cause other, it can cause sinners, rank sinners to see that you came through that and God delivered you through it, it can cause them to get saved. It can cause a lot of good things. I mean, it really can. It can not only make your faith stronger, but it can affect other people's faith for the good. And look at what happened. Nebuchadnezzar said, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Here's a guy who is just, who is, who's a heathen, and now he's blessing God. Think about that. Because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused to bow. Amen. That's exciting. And then he says, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted, who trusted in him. See that? And they, and they have, uh, and they have, now watch this. They've, they frustrated the king's word. There you go. They frustrated the, you see, I told you, I didn't even know I was going to read that. You can frustrate the enemy. They frustrated the king's word. They did. You can frustrate the devil. You know that? And they frustrated the king's word and, and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made an ash heap, because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Look at that. It looks to me like, like Nebuchadnezzar became a believer. Think about that. And turn to the God of heaven and blessing God. And not only that, verse 30 says, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the providence of Babylon. Look at what's on the other side of your fiery trial. Huh? Promotion, promotion. Think about that. That's what's on the other side of the fiery trial. Promotion. 
Glory to God. Well, I tell you what, this, I, like one preacher said, I preach myself plumb happy. Well, I preach myself happy. I, this is exciting stuff. So, uh, so uh, what do you do when the enemy hits you with fire? Be glad. Don't well. First of all, don't be surprised. Then count it all joy. Be glad. Be happy. Leap for joy and all of that. You know, get in the Word of God. Stay in the Word of God. Get that shield of faith strong, and then uh, and then just have faith in God. Know that He'll deliver you. He won't allow you to go through anything you can't come through. You understand that. Know that He'll deliver you. But then have this attitude: even if He doesn't deliver me, I'm still not going to bow. I'm going to keep serving God. I tell you what. You may get thrown in that fire. That fire may not go away right away. I tell you what, it won't burn you. It won't hurt you. You'll come out on the other side of it. You won't be hurt. You won't even smell of smoke. And it'll frustrate the devil. And it'll, it will it could well cause people around you, family members or who other folks, friends, whatever, to see that, how, how God delivered you. And it could cause them to get saved or strengthen their faith in some way. So anyway, I showed you tonight how to stand under enemy fire. So I hope you've gotten something out of this. And God bless you. And put these principles into, into, into operation in your life, okay? All right, it's been a pleasure sharing the Word of God with you. And hey, this Sunday, 10 o'clock, Summit Church, I'm going to be there talking about the Holy Spirit. So hope to see you soon. God bless you. All right, bye-bye.